Today is the commemoration of when the Buddha gave the first sermon 2,611 years ago. The Buddha gave the Patama Desana, the first teaching, rolling the Dhammachaka wheel for the first time at the town of Varanasi 2,611 years ago, when the Buddha gave the sermon to the Panchawagya, the five ascetics. These five ascetics had made the mental aspiration to listen to the first Dhamma sermon in the past. And it was Venerable Anya Kodanya who had made the mental aspiration to be the first Sawaka, disciple of the Samasambuddha, the perfectly self-awakened Buddha. When the Buddha's Bharami perfections were full, the Samasambuddha attained enlightenment under the Banyan tree known as the Mahabodhi tree, on the full moon night of the sixth lunar month. And then the Buddha enjoyed the bliss of liberation for 49 days. He then thought of his first two teachers, the ascetics Alara and Udaka. But those two teachers had already passed away into a high level of samadhi concentration where they couldn't experience or hear and were only finding happiness in jhana, mental absorption. So the Buddha was not able to teach them. The Buddha travelled from the town of Gaya to the town of Varanasi, which took eleven days by foot. This was from his metta, kindness and compassion that was incomparable and boundless. The Buddha could have enjoyed happiness by himself, and not need to be exhausted. But because of his great compassion, he saw the five ascetics, with Venerable Anyakodanya as the head. They had the wisdom in order to see the Dhamma. So the Buddha went there. But when the Buddha met the five ascetics at the Chaukandi stupa, the five ascetics saw the Buddha and quickly walked away because they thought the Buddha was coming to them to find people to attend and take care of him. The five ascetics had discussed amongst themselves that they had attended to him for a long time, for six years, and he had not attained enlightenment, and he had resumed eating food, so there was no way that he had attained enlightenment. Because back then they praised the torturing of oneself, in order to attain the high state of enlightenment. But the Buddha returned to eat food, and so it would be a waste of their time to take care and attend to the Buddha. So they evaded the Buddha and went to Isipatana Mikodayawana. Isi means hermit. Patana translates as forest. Miga means deer. So this was a place that the king of the land had given to be the living place of small and large animals, to all the deers, and it was forbidden for the public to take their life. Like these days, it would be a national park that is policed strictly and is forbidden for people to hunt animals inside. So it was a secluded and quiet place for people to practice samadhi and meditate. The Sama Sambuddha, from his great compassion, walked in order to go teach. Would there be a teacher 
who would do it to this extent. And the disciples walked off to get away from him, and the Buddha would still go follow them to teach them. And now the five ascetics, the Panchawagiya, did not know where else they could go, and so they agreed amongst themselves that as now the Buddha was going to come to us here, that they would listen first to what he has come for. But they wouldn't get up to welcome him. If he was going to sit, he could sit. They would not invite him. They didn't respect him as their teacher any more. They would not attend to him. The Sambuddha knew of this, because the Buddha had special knowledges, more special than all the Dewas, divine beings, and Brahma gods. So the Buddha spoke the truth that, Ascetics, I have attained to the Amata Dhamma, the deathless. I have attained to becoming the Sama Sambuddha. I have discovered the Dhamma that will free oneself from the cycle of birth and death. The Tathagata has discovered it. Have I ever said this to you before? Have you heard this before? And this made the five ascetics' minds become peaceful. They had never heard this before, and so each of them received the Buddha, going against what they had previously agreed. They had also been disciples, and the Buddha had been the teacher of the five ascetics for countless lifetimes in the past. And when the five ascetics were sitting, then the Buddha gave the Dhamma talk in brief, but it had great meaning. And at that time, Venerable Anya Kodanya was an aged Brahmin. He was a Brahmin who was old already, and so he was determined to listen. But Wapa, Mahanama, Badia, Asaji had less of an interest because they had not made the mental aspiration to be the first to see the Dhamma. And the Buddha gave the deep Dhamma that had the meaning that whatever has the nature to arise, all those things have the nature to cease. Venerable Anya Kodanya had trained in Samadhi for a long time already, for many lifetimes. And in this lifetime, ever since he was a young Brahmin, had entered the palace after Prince Siddhartha was born, and had made the prediction that Prince Siddhartha will renounce the world and become the world Sasada, the founder of the dispensation. So he was determined to listen. Because he had been searching for the Dhamma to become free from suffering for a long time already, he took his mind to contemplate along with it. Here his mind was stable with high samadhi and he listened to the Dhamma and could contemplate into it, and so understood the truth, that it was really like that, that whatever it is, whether it is rupa, materiality, or nama, mentality, whatever material things that humans create, or of nature, the trees, mountains, river, sea, or in this universe, it is all included in this, everything, all things, and they all arise, persist, and then cease. 
and he didn't know this before. He had never thought and contemplated this before. He thought that he had to contemplate into more deeper Dhamma than this. But the Sama Sambuddha taught about the nature that has arising, persisting, and ceasing as normal. Venerable Anyakudanya's mind gathered together. Sila, Samati, Panya, morality, concentration, wisdom gathered together. Maga, all the path factors gathered together. Clear wisdom arose. Yana, insight arose, which we call the stainless eye of the Dhamma. The eye seeing the Dhamma is the heart that sees the truth, that all things arise, persist and cease as normal. And he had seen it before, as he had seen nature before. He saw it, but didn't know into it deeply. He understood it only on an ordinary level. It was not on a deep level that it was clearly apparent and evident. Wisdom had not yet arisen, even though he had a stable level of samadhi and his mind didn't proliferate. When he was born, he would have seen it. We people are born, age, sicken and die. We have seen it before. We think that there must be a more special Dhamma greater than this. But when the Samasambuddha gave the teaching, Venerable Anya Kodanya brought his mind to it and understood that, oh, it's just here. So he saw the Dhamma. His heart saw the Dhamma. Before, his physical eye saw it, but his inner eye had not yet arisen. The eye of wisdom had not yet arisen. And so his eye of wisdom arose in his heart. He saw it clearly and evidently. It was bright, apparent and deep in his heart. This was the first Sangha of our Buddha in his dispensation. After this first Dhamma sermon, there arose the completion of the triple gem arising in the world. The jewel of the Buddha arose on the full moon day of the sixth lunar month. The jewel of the Dhamma arose on the full moon day of the eighth lunar month, together with the jewel of the Sangha. It arose in the Isipatthana Mikodaya Wana, and all the Dewas were waiting to listen to the first sermon of the Sama Sambuddha, and many attained to becoming noble beings. So this was something special, the special day that the triple gem was complete. There was a witness to the Dhamma that the Sama Sambuddha had attained enlightenment to. So this is our great merit, and especially more so when we practice samadhi, because we know that having samadhi, the firmness of mind, it will make us understand clearly into the Dhamma of the Sama Sambuddha. We can compare it to a child who has a lack of concentration and they aren't able to learn different knowledges and subjects. They need to train to have their minds be peaceful and sit in meditation, bit by bit, until their minds can be peaceful. 
and then they can progress their minds to learn about different knowledges and subjects. They can learn until they become skilled and become a student who learns well, gaining fame and reputation. This one can do. But we all do have samadhi as well. There is samadhi on the level in doing activities, in studies and used in our various occupations. But it's not enough samadhi to understand clearly into the Satcha Dhamma, the truth of the Dhamma. So we need to train in it, overcoming that which obstructs us, which is the inner agitation which goes to the moods and experiences that we like or that we dislike, or drowsiness, or restlessness that we can't find the cause for, or having doubts like, is this right? The Buddha said that it's not self, not me, but we don't understand it and we still doubt it. But when it's firmly established, when samadhi is well established, we contemplate and we can see that all things are anicca, dukkha, anatta, impermanent, unsatisfactory, and not-self. Anatta means it is not-self, not me. To be able to see not-self, seeing it as not-me, we have to contemplate and separate out the elements, separate out the khandas, aggregates, and see that all things don't really exist. It is emptiness. Whether it is rupa, form, it's empty. Whether it's nama, mental phenomena, it is empty. So form is equal to emptiness. So form does not really exist. It is emptiness. Form is emptiness. When form is emptiness, then emptiness is form, right? Because form doesn't exist. It is not self. It is not me. Form has no substance. Form is emptiness, which means emptiness is form. All things are like that. Feelings, perceptions, mental formations and sense consciousness are all the same. But in the beginning, the Buddha gave the talk in brief like this. But someone with wisdom will be able to see the Dhamma. And so Venerable Anya Kodanya asked for ordination. So may you be determined that today is the commemoration of an important day. It is 2,611 years and the Dhamma Chakra wheel is still revolving. The Dhamma of the Buddha is still revolving. And we are able to see the Dhamma in all of our countries. It isn't restricted by era, restricted by time, or restricted by place. It is able to give results constantly. So may you be determined to puja, give homage, which is the highest merit. Doing so by giving dana, keeping sila, moral conduct, conducting a candle circumambulation or listening to the Dhamma. And at home, you can give homage with flowers and with your heart that is full with respect and reverence. 
and then you will meet with success and prosperity in this life and the next life, and you will meet the Dhamma and see the Dhamma. May you grow in blessings.